Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at KeepersHeartWhiskey.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, Football Night in America, has done a wonderful job covering the John Gruden situation here. Um, let's go back to Friday, Mike. We, we got the email, what John Gruden said about DeMora Smith, the head of the NFL Players Association, and I was told at the time it was a slow play, that there were going to be other emails about John coming out, but... I'm wondering, he was going into that Sunday game against the Bears, figuring he's going to win, he's going to be 4-1, and one, and maybe he's going to survive this. What did you hear on Friday that subsequently led to what happened last night? Well, as of Friday, there was speculation on two different fronts. Some people thought the league was determined to get John Gruden and that that's why this one email out of 650,000 had been leaked when it was. And the other theory was that the perfectly timed release of that document, given that at 6 p.m. Eastern on Friday, DeMora Smith was subject to a vote by the NFLPA Board of Player Representatives. He needed to have two-thirds of them say yes at a time when it wasn't quite sure what was going to happen. There is a belief that the league was trying to help him keep the job because the league doesn't want a new executive director. He's been there since 2009. They've gotten things done, and the league doesn't want that to change. So, There were two competing theories, and it's possible they're both accurate, that the reason for the first leak on Friday was to save DeMora Smith. And then the other materials were sent on Friday to the Raiders. We didn't know what they were. Mm -hmm. 
I think what the league was hoping would happen is that Gruden would decide to walk away or Mark Davis would decide to fire John Gruden without additional documents being leaked. And when Gruden was defiant, when Gruden showed no indication he was going to do anything along the lines of standing down, that's when they leaked more of these. That's how it's being played out, and that's how people are responding to it. And it really is stunning, Dan, that Gruden, the the metaphor I've used is the first torpedo hit the hull, and he tried to fix the damage when he knew damn well there were other torpedoes in the water. That's when you abandon ship, but he waited for the other ones to hit. And I think it made it much worse for him to have these others come out Monday. I think if he walks away Friday, Saturday or Sunday, these other ones don't come out. Yeah, that's what I was told. But I'm also curious about this. And and we're all in agreement that you can't keep John Gruden as your coach when these emails come out. What he said in these emails. How did the emails get leaked, though, Mike? Who's who's leaking? This is an NFL investigation into the Washington football team. I'm curious about that as well. Well, and this is a subject that makes reporters very antsy because we don't like it when people speculate on our sources. But Dan, let's be realistic. Do we think that the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times were going through dumpsters or hacking computer systems or developing top secret sources that they met in parking garages and they didn't even know who the person was? No, this is something someone wanted to be made public. This was deliberately leaked. And Peter King and I were debating this earlier this morning, not on the show, just, you know, back and forth. How how did this get out? You know, it's possible that there was some rogue employee of the league office that decided to do this on his or her own after seeing the contents of the emails. But if that's the case, we'd be hearing that the NFL is dismayed that someone had violated protocol and leaked these documents because there's 650,000 others that are in an underground sarcophagus never to be seen again. That's what's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. And it's not defending Gruden. It's being fair to the fact that they managed to hide the entirety of the Washington football team investigation. They leaked the outcome of it on the perfect possible slow news day, the Thursday going into a 4th of July long weekend. By the time we got to Tuesday, nobody cared anymore. How in the world do they have a multi-month, more than a year investigation, and they don't even have a written report. Why? Because they didn't want any of that stuff to come out. But now we have an agenda, we have a reason, we have a purpose, and we're going to just peel off a couple of these pages to get what we want while the rest of the 650,000 emails will stay secret. That's not right. And I think it's time for everything to be put out on the table so we can see Dan Snyder's emails to Bruce Allen. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder what's in those. We can see other people around the league who've communicated with Bruce Allen. Maybe people in the league office have sent emails to Bruce Allen. Let's see all of it. You can't just see a little piece of it. It's just not fair to the story to only share a little piece of it. Is there going to be anything that has to do with Daniel Snyder and the Washington football team? Like, is this over now? Well, it's it's only over if the NFL successfully turns the page like it did in July. And I was stunned that by the time the 4th of July weekend came and went, people weren't continuing to pound on the table that this is wrong. We've seen these these reports that were more than 100 pages long with Deflategate and the bounty scandal. There was all sorts of information released. The bullying scandal with Richie Incognito and Jonathan Martin from eight years ago. And now nothing. There's no written report. There's no information that's going to be made available. But I think this breathes life into that. That's where the league miscalculated. 
in using just tiny little pieces of evidence to get what they wanted with John Gruden and or to protect D. Smith, they've opened the door to a renewed push to say it's only fair that we see what Dan Snyder sent to Bruce Allen or others. It's only fair. And I, I, I'm hearing from so many people who are readers and viewers who are fired up about this. It tells me that it's not going to go away anytime soon. And I, I said that John is collateral damage because it felt like the investigation is over here. Hey, we can take eyes and ears off the investigation and we'll just put it on John Gruden. And that's what I find kind of hypocritical here. You want to fire oh. John Gruden? Fire John Gruden. But be fair to one of your owners, Daniel Snyder. And I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel like the NFL was being fair. And they weren't going to suspend John Gruden for a couple of reasons. First of all, I read the personal conduct policy very carefully on Saturday. I don't know what's in there that you could even use if he was even employed by an NFL team. But these emails that we had become privy to were all at a time when he wasn't working for the NFL. And I think they didn't make a move on him directly because they knew his first defense would be, why are you only focusing on the emails I sent. Let me see all the emails. If he had some legal proceeding against the league, he'd be entitled to all of them and see everything. And then once they're out in the open, who knows where they end up. So I think the league wanted to get Mark Davis to fire him and they were going to keep leaking emails until Davis fired Gruden or until Gruden walked away. And my guess is last night when they met, Davis made it clear to him. And this is just kind of, it's just more speculation than anything else, but I think it's, it's commonsensical. Davis said, hey, if you don't quit, I'm going to have to fire you. So Gruden chose to quit. Okay, but why is the NFL out to get John Gruden? Well, John Gruden is not the kind of guy that's going to have a lot of friends who rush to his defense. Now, I know some people have, but for the most part, John Gruden is a guy that the league office doesn't like. And as someone that the league office doesn't like, I can relate to that. But the thing is, I don't work for the league office. And he's always complained about something. He's always been, you know, I doesn't, I doesn't like this rule. Doesn't like this procedure. Openly defied the mask requirement last year in, in the regular season games and was fined multiple times for it. He's just become a guy that they don't like. And now they had this fall into their lap. And again, it all may have started with this idea. We can save Demoris Smith. Hmm. But then once you start looking more and more, you realize, hey, you know what? We also can bring down John Gruden and all it takes is one person in a high position of power or influence who doesn't like somebody. And if you've got the ammunition that John Gruden has given to you through his own actions, it all comes together and the dominoes fall and John Gruden's done. He's Mike Florio, pro football talk live co-host. And of course, contributor for NBC's football night in America career wise. What's next for John Gruden? Well, he's only 58 years old. So I, I don't think he ever coaches again at the NFL level. I think it would be hard to sell him as a college coach somewhere, even if he would have the patience to coach in college. You know, he was always very good as a broadcaster. I don't know that a network hires him, but one year, two years, three years, I don't know. But time passes, wounds heal. A lot of it depends upon what he does to earn redemption, to earn an opportunity. But you know, we, we, we've seen people come back from all sorts of things. And uh, you know, I can't rule out anything. It all depends on what he wants to do. He may decide, I'm done with this crap. I'm done. I've made enough money. I've reached my limit where I can just go live my life. And I'm just going to go live my life and leave all this crap behind me. I could see him having that attitude. 
I mentioned uh, about the Colts with Carson Wentz and the number of snaps he has to take, the percentage that will move uh, a second-round pick to a first-round pick conditional. If you're the Colts and you are, you know, five or six wins after, uh, you know, 12 or 13 games, can you see an organizational tank where you have a healthy scratch with Carson Wentz so you keep that first-round draft pick? I don't think that it would be that blatant. I think Carson Wentz would be injured. Mm. I think that's how they would do it. Mm. I think it's a hard sell to your fan base if you just fold the tents because you want to keep your higher pick, although most fans would understand it. We get into the whole integrity of the game. You know, every year when I see the draft order starting to lock in, I say, hey, what is the team that's got two wins doing trying to win on the final Sunday of the season. Look what it did to the Giants. They beat Washington a couple of years ago in a great overtime, meaningless game. And Washington got Chase Young instead of the Giants because of it. So, and the NFL will say, oh, no, no, every game has integrity. And so I think the Colts, if they did it, Dan, it would be more subtle than, hey, we're just going to bench Carson Wentz because we don't want to give the Eagles a higher pick. I know you've mentioned this before and mentioned it recently. At what point do the Browns go, is Odell Beckham worth it? Like, I, they don't need him. Like, they're a running team. He's not healthy. Uh, I think it, it brings out the worst in Baker Mayfield because he's always trying to acquiesce to you know, Odell Beckham to keep him happy, get his touches. But do you think that Odell Beckham is on the trade uh, block? Or could be. Well, I think I think it should be. I think it should be. And maybe the Browns are trying to be subtle about it. And I can't imagine Odo Beckham Jr. wanting to be there. When you consider they scored 42 points against the Chargers on Sunday and he had two catches for 20 yards. And for the first time that I can remember during his time with the Browns, there was no question posed to Baker Mayfield after the game about it. There was no question posed to Coach Kevin Stefanski about it. He'd become an afterthought. And that's not what Odell Beckham Jr. wants to be. Dan, I, I think it's time for them to get what they can and move on. You didn't even see on Sunday an effort to incorporate him into the game plan. Last year, Stefanski would get him some – remember the game against the Cowboys? He was running the ball. He caught a pass thrown by Jarvis Landry. He was really involved. They know they don't need to do that. The team has evolved past Odell Beckham Jr. That was a John Dorsey experiment. They need to find somebody else who thinks they are a game-breaking receiver away from being whatever it is they're trying to be and and get the most for him and move on. It's a $14 million salary. I think it makes sense to move on. But if you're Aaron Rodgers and you want to find out how much clout you have in the front office, oh, wow. is this where Aaron Rodgers goes, hey, I want to be involved in these uh, situations. You know, I got Randall Cobb. Now I want to go for the big ticket item. How about we bring in OBJ? That would be something. I don't know the Packers cap situation off the top of my head, but again, you got to absorb the balance of the $14 million salary. And you can, you can come up, you can create caps, but you can wave a few magic wands and restructure if you really want to do it. But whoever takes on Odo Beckham Jr. has to understand that you're taking on Odell Beckham Jr. You're taking on the persona. You're taking on the expectation. And maybe that has died down given the injury he suffered last year and the fact that he is, basically irrelevant in Cleveland. But so much of the problem in 2019 was we got to get the ball to OBJ. We got to get the ball to OBJ. And no, you throw the ball to the guy who's open. If you focus too much on one guy, you're going to disrupt your entire offense. So it's got to be a team that really feels like they need that number one receiver. And they already have it in Green Bay and Devontae Adams. Great stuff, Mike. Thank you. We appreciate your time. 
Thanks, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right? That's obvious. But... With higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash Patrick right now and save netsuite.com slash Patrick. Patrick. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know, it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick cut, flip your whole world upside down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
style. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let me bring in Marcus Hayes. He covers this. This is his job, Philadelphia Inquirer columnist. And uh, Marcus, I, I saw the headline, not that you wrote the headline, Ben Simmons comes crawling back to the Sixers to save money, if not face. All right, where are we in this situation with Ben Simmons and the 76ers? Actually, I did write that headline. I didn't know it would stand, but it passed muster, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think we're in a spot where the Sixers have a guy they would like to trade, but they would like to get value for him. And I think the only way that happens is if Ben Simmons actually plays games, like McLovin said, and proves that, okay, maybe I'm a little bit better player I will be invested. I will be professional because the worst thing he could do, he did. He said, not only will I not play hard for you and take risks on the court, I will not be accountable for it afterward. And at the first whiff of controversy, I'm going to take my ball and go home. That, that I think Rich Paul and Clutch Sports and Ben Simmons understand now that he has to rebuild his image and prove that he's worth something. Because the Sixers right now probably couldn't get very much for him at all. Because what happens if he does the same thing next year for another team and they're in the same situation? How much of this is just, hey, I'm losing a lot of money and this holdout is not working? I'd say if there were more than 100%, it would be more <laughs> than 100%. Um, this is all about, I mean, you have to realize who Ben Simmons is. He came to LSU because the NBA required you at that point to go to LSU. There weren't avenues that exist now to avoid one year of college, played indifferently, didn't go to class, and told everyone, I'm just here so I don't get fined, like Marshawn Lynch, you know? So he took that year, he, he wasted that year of his teammates' time, his coaches' time, LSU scholarship money, so he could get to the point where he could make more money. He knew he was talented. He knew he was going to be the number one overall pick. I said all that to say, Ben Simmons only cares about money. That's it. He wants to make as much money as quickly as possible. He doesn't care who for. He doesn't care if he wins. He doesn't care you know, how he makes it. He just wants to make that money, be famous, be photographed at Wimbledon, and be Ben Simmons. And it's kind of a, I guess it's kind of an indication of who we are in our time. But I, it just doesn't work in that city. I mean, there are no. other cities where it can work. Right. It doesn't work there. I, I just can't imagine what the local reaction is going to be that, that first game. And, <laughs> and like he misses a free throw or he won't take a, she, uh, a three here. I mean, it, that's a tough audience, man. Tough audience, Marcus. <laughs> There's nowhere like it for all four sports. That's the thing. Like, there's nothing like the intensity and passion in Philadelphia for all four sports in any any town, except maybe Boston. Boston's rough, too. You know, he would have a hard time selling this in Boston. But, I mean, you know that there were times when the Patriots could get away with anything. So, um, 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be ugly, but it also depends on how he comports himself over the next couple of weeks. If he's recalcitrant, if he's humble, if he is accessible, if he asks for forgiveness, nobody forgives like Philadelphia, especially if you're going to be in their town. If you're going to be one of them, then Philadelphia will take you back and worship you, maybe more so than if you'd succeeded. I mean, if Ben Simmons says, you know what? You guys were right. I was wrong. I'm going to take threes. I'm going to help win. I'll play power forward if I have to. And they win. He'll be as popular as Nick Foles. But is he capable of doing that? I don't know. See, that's I don't know. I mean, that, that he's just been such a weird kid. I remember he was incredibly impressive at the uh, pre-draft uh, media availability. He made sure that he was the last person to show up at the hotel in New York the year he was drafted to show up in the ballroom. He came with an entourage. He, he, he dressed like a businessman. He acted like a businessman. He was, it was almost as if he was a movie character. I believe that that's how he lives his life. Like he's in a movie, like it's not real. Like there's really no accountability and that he can do no wrong because he's writing the script. So I don't know if his script will ever include any sort of mea culpa stuff. What is his value around the league? Is that what this comes down to that, their teams, the rest of the league doesn't value him the way the Sixers think they should value him? Well, you have to understand the Sixers' perspective as it pertains to Joel Embiid's window. If you think that Joel Embiid can win for the next three to five years before his body collapses because he gets hurt all the time, Mm -hmm. if that's his window, you have to compliment him with players who are going to help win in that window because that's going to be it for a long time. There might not be a player in the second tier of players who can help them win the way Ben Simmons can win right now, even if you moved him to power forward, which is his natural position anyway. You know, he's more Draymond Green than he is Chris Paul. So all that said, the Sixers believe they have to get a a solid second piece that could be a first piece because Joel Embiid gets hurt all the time to replace Ben Simmons. And they can't afford to take – taking anything less – would be forfeiting this window. So yes, they overvalue Ben Simmons because of the the way they frame it is how can we win in this window with Joel Embiid? He's Marcus Hayes, the Philadelphia Inquirer columnist. We're talking about Ben Simmons reporting back to the Philadelphia 76ers. I've mentioned this a couple of times, and maybe this has to do with their backgrounds. Giannis comes over here. He's not pampered. He is an unknown. He fights for everything. And he's not afraid of failure, Marcus. Like, he'll go to the line, and his free throw shooting is worse than mine. His three-point shooting is worse than mine. But he never stops. He still keeps playing. Ben has a fear of failure being embarrassed, where Giannis doesn't. And and to me, that's a big difference in Giannis is never going to stop. He's always trying. He plays hard. And Ben, it feels like he goes, oh, you know, I've been pampered. I don't want to be embarrassed here. I, I don't want to be on social media here, whereas Giannis doesn't give a damn about that. Well, you, you hit the nail on the head. The background is everything. Uh, ben reminds me a lot of a Kobe Bryant without the heart. He was, you know, he's an international, sophisticated, great-looking, well-presented, smart guy who was raised by a professional, international professional basketball player in the lap of luxury with a lot of fame. The difference between Kobe and Ben is Ben thinks that he's arrived 
Kobe wanted to be Mike. Giannis wants to be the best player he can be. I can't tell you the depth of my admiration for Giannis, watching him warm up, watching his pregame routine, watching him airball threes and free throws. It just, it's just, and he, you know, he's going to take them in the game and he's going to airball them in the game. But you know, for Giannis, it's the next step. It's the next play. It's how can I win for Ben Simmons? It's all about style. It's all about how do I look? It's all about doing it my way because one guy's spoiled and one guy isn't. If I ask Doc Rivers and ask him for an honest answer, do you want (laughs) Ben Simmons back? What do you think Doc says? Absolutely. I mean, he would love to have Ben Simmons in any iteration because it helps win regular season games. And Doc's a brilliant coach. I think that he thinks he can win despite Ben Simmons deficiencies, which might mean moving Ben Simmons off the point again that you remember the Philadelphia 76ers did that against the Toronto Raptors and put Jimmy Butler at the point And it worked because Ben Simmons is a, a gifted powerful. He's a Hall of Fame powerful. You know, you can call him an all-star point guard, but he's not. You know, he's not one of the top, you know, 10 point guards in the league as you define true point guards. So that said, I don't know, maybe not the top 10, maybe not the, not, maybe not the top six or seven. But the point is, Doc Rivers believes he can win with Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons is really good. He's an elite perimeter defender. He's an excellent rebounder. He could be even better rebounder, as Joel Embiid mentioned. Um, And he runs the fast break almost as well as anybody in the NBA, in part because it only takes, like Giannis, it only takes him three steps to get from free throw line to free throw line. So, yeah, Doc Rivers would love to have Ben Simmons back. And imagine if Doc Rivers is the coach that wins with Ben Simmons and breaks through with Ben Simmons. I mean, Doc Rivers is probably a Hall of Fame coach already. This would be, you know, the the cherry on top for his career. (laughs) Would you rather have Ben or Kyrie? You know, we had that conversation a lot here in the last week. If Ben is on your team and shows up, he's probably more valuable than Kyrie because you don't know if Kyrie's not going to show up. And you don't know how hard he's going to play. And you don't know how hurt he's going to play. So Kyrie is the ultimate wild card. I mean, I contended when Kyrie was in Cleveland, he, LeBron James might have been the second best player on that team. You know, the second most skilled player offensively anyway on that team. Kyrie Irving is a special, special entity, but he's special in other ways too. Kyrie is Kanye West. Like there is, yeah. there's brilliance, but there's unpredictability and crazy and calculated at the same time. Well, that's the thing. I'm not sure they calculate as much as we, I think they recover sometimes okay. and we allow them to recover, but you know, they're, they are so narcissistic. The world revolves around them to such a degree that they completely lack perspective. perspective. The same thing is true of Ben to a degree and Carson Wentz here in Philadelphia, you know, the the utter lack of self-awareness and humility among those four people is astonishing. But again, it it might be a sign of the times we live in where social media can make you a star if you're just, you know, clever with 240 characters. Great insight. Really appreciate your time, Marcus. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll, we'll be following. We'll be following those headlines you're writing. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app 
at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick show. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. We were just talking about spring training, playing baseball, going to baseball games, playing softball. And I just brought back that taste when you're there at a spring training game and you get to have a Miller Lite. It's a warm afternoon, Scottsdale, Arizona. Beer here! Paulie used to be a beer vendor. I was a beer vendor at Scottsdale Stadium and I slung Miller Lite. So I was just throwing them out there. Okay. Not literally. Okay. But just that cold, refreshing taste. The crack? Yes. Not the crack of the bat. Which is better, crack of the bat's crack of the beer? I'd crack of the beer. Absolutely. Miller Lite. It tastes like beer. How about that? That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And you should, too. They've been doing this since 1975. The original light beer. Everybody else is just trying to imitate them. Less filling, only 96 calories. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Justin Herbert back on the program, coming off... uh... Well, what's been a pretty good start for the uh, Chargers so far? They got the Ravens coming up, which leads me to the obvious question. How much did you watch of the Ravens last night, Justin? Yeah, I watched the entire game. But uh, first off, thanks for having me back again. Um, It's always a pleasure. Okay, what do you take? Do you watch the offense? You watch the defense there and you take notes. You watch the entire game. Um, It's kind of different than the film you watch just because of the camera angles. But uh, whatever you can watch, whatever you can pick up during the game, um, I think is a bonus, but uh, to be able to go back and watch it later uh, the, the following day, uh, I think helps even more. You're listed as a dual threat quarterback. So's Lamar Jackson. Do you feel like you're a dual threat when you see Lamar Jackson out there on the field? <laughs> I do not have the same skill set as he does. I, uh... You're a good runner. Lamar just seems like he might be just a little better runner than you. Uh, Lamar's quicker, faster, uh, stronger. He can do it all. But do you try not to run? Um, I think running is an important job of, of the quarterback position and, and obviously not taking hits too, because I think your ability is your availability. And um, as long as we're doing our job and you can extend plays and convert third and fourth downs, I think uh, using the quarterback's legs, I think that's a huge part of our offense. But I wonder though, when you go through your progressions, Probably when you're in college, you may not have gone through everything. You just take off and run and rely on your athleticism. But in the NFL, you might be fast, but those guys on the other side of the ball are pretty fast too. So, like, do you have to have a clock in your head or a reminder of go through your progressions and then take off? Yeah, that's one of those things that uh, our coach – our quarterback coach last year, Pep Hamilton and I, we talked about the entire time. And as soon as I got here, he said, everyone on defense is faster than you. And as soon as you realize that, getting the ball out quickly and going through your reads is the most important job. And sometimes the pocket does break down where there's a lane that splits and you can find it. Uh, but other than that, it's all about getting the ball out quick and finding your completions. But when you, you learn to slide playing baseball, I'm going to guess. Yeah, correct. Okay, but because there are a few quarterbacks that have never learned to slide. You and Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson seem to be pretty good because you played baseball. Some of these other guys, they have no idea how to slide. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, I think just having grown up playing baseball ever since I was kindergarten, um, I feel like that's just a a natural thing. And, you know, and Kyler and Russell, I'm sure they played baseball growing up. And uh, it's one of those things that I think you just learn to do and and definitely something you have to spend time on if if you haven't played baseball. What is it about the month of October? I, I don't know if you know these numbers. Since last season in games played in the month of October. 17 touchdowns, one interception. 
tied for the most touchdowns, fewest interceptions among starting quarterbacks in that month. You're tied with Tom Brady. That's a that's a pretty good guy to, to be in the conversation with. <laughs> but you know, I kept saying, "Don't get your hair cut because your stats are going to drop off." And that was last year. I mean, you paid the price. I hope you learned your lesson. I did. I uh, <laughs> you, I know we've talked about that plenty of times, and uh, I won't make the same mistake. Take me back to when you're in grade school and you said you're going to be a professional quarterback and you're going to live in Los Angeles. Like, first of all, is that true? And if so, how did you come to that conclusion so young in your life? It is true. I think the more impressive thing is for my mom to, to have kept that piece of paper um, from <laughs> elementary school. And she probably could have looked at it and said, you know what, this, we're not going to keep this. But uh, she ended up keeping it and we looked back at it. And, um, you know, I think it's just one of those awesome things where if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. And uh, it kind of worked out pretty well, pretty well. Just so you know, you're not a parent yet, but when you are, you know, your wife will keep everything. Just so you know, all those little, I got Valentine's day cards from my, I kept everything. So that kind of thing, if my son wrote down, he wanted to be the quarterback for the Packers, I would have kept it. And then I would have embarrassed him the whole time when I real when he realized that he was not an athlete. So yes, mom, does keep all of those things. So, and thankfully she did. Yeah, that's, uh, that's good to know though, because, uh, that was definitely a long time ago. So what do you do on a day off? Uh, watch film. Uh, the quarterbacks will come in and lift. And then right after that, we'll watch film for a couple of hours. Yeah, but that's uh, not a day off though, Justin. Um, technically it kind of is our day off, but you know, you have to use all the time that you can to, to get advantage and, and get ahead of the schedule because we don't have a whole lot of time during the day, and th- especially during the week. So anytime that we can get, we got to use. Yeah, but isn't there part of you that goes, I got to I got to take a break from this? Um, I think you could look at it that way. I, I think I love football enough that I don't really ever want to get away from it. And I, I think when I do have off time, I, I think that's kind of the tough part is, is I need something to do. I need to watch football. I need to play football. So it's, it's kind of weird like that, but play golf like a day that you just do video games. Like you, you tell coach, Hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a personal day and, and go play golf or something. Does it work that way? Um, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I think maybe if, if you've, if you've got 15, 20 years in the league, but, uh, <laughs> not yet. Whose posters did you have on your wall growing up? Um, I had a Joey Harrington one from Oregon. Okay. That makes sense. I still have that in my room. So, um, <laughs> wait in Los Angeles, you have the Joey. No, Harrington? Back, back home in oh, Eugene. okay. Back I home. didn't know you brought, you brought Joey. Nah. To uh, well, anybody else, any other quarterbacks? Um, no, I think that was the only one. I think that was a, uh, a, a picture of him scoring on a uh, quarterback throwback. And I think an early, bowl game in maybe 2002 against Texas. I can't remember which game it was, but. Now you talked about, you knew you wanted to be a professional quarterback. When did you know you wanted to be Oregon starting quarterback? Um, I grew up being an Oregon fan. So maybe as soon as I knew what football was kindergarten, first, second grade, um, we started going to all these Oregon games and my, my parents would always take me. And that was kind of always the goal, whether that was realistic at the time, I, I didn't know. Um, I think as soon as I got to high school and started playing and uh, kind of started to get some attention, I, I kind of realized that maybe it was a little more realistic than I thought. He's the Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert. Uh, the Chargers just beat the Browns, and uh, he threw for four touchdowns, also ran for another one. How do you explain that fourth quarter? 
we've we've watched it a couple of times. We've we've talked about it. I I don't know. It to put up 34 points in the second half like that and uh it it really was a shootout, more of like a college football game kind of than we imagined. Um but I thought it was great for our offense to to be able to answer so many times and you know, sometimes that's the NFL and sometimes you're going to give up six points and sometimes you're going to give up a lot of points and and it's all about complimenting the other side of the ball and I thought it was a win by all three phases uh on Sunday. Did you say hello to Miles Garrett at all? Because that Defensive front usually is pretty ferocious there. Yeah, I talked with him after the game. He is tough to block. He is about as special as it gets. And uh, the combination of speed, toughness, agility, um, there's no one else like him. Can you hear those guys coming? Um, no, I think everything calms down so much noise-wise that it's it's more all visual. And, and sometimes you just feel it and, uh, you know, you've got maybe one or two seconds in the pocket before it collapses. So uh, it's definitely a tough, tough situation. Explain that feel that you have to have in the pocket, because we, we look at guys like, you know, Brady, just it's a little movement here, here, there. Like how is that something learned or is it just something in your uh, DNA? Yeah, I think it is something you can learn. I think it's a lot of, a lot of experience and feeling that, uh, the leverage of the defender. And sometimes with those quick movements, like you mentioned, you can buy just enough time to, to be able to get the throw off. And I think that's what Tom Brady has been so good at is he's got such a great feel in the pocket that he's able to step up, avoid the rush um, and get the ball out on time. What's been the biggest improvement for you? Um, I think understanding the offense and, and learning about defenses is, have been huge this offseason. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with Shane Day, Chase Daniel, and, and Easton State just talking about defenses on our offense and, and having a good feel for it. And uh, So that when, when we go out on Sunday, you can recognize the coverage, see the fronts, you can see everything and not spend too much time worrying about it. I mentioned this earlier when it comes to quarterbacks and how you process. You have to do everything and you get like 15 or 20 seconds send the play in, maybe send two plays in, get to the line of scrimmage. You got to call out coverage. I mean, you got to, can you explain that? Just let people understand that it's not as easy as it appears to be and give me real time getting the play or plays. And then what happens? Yeah. So everything is signaled in through the radio and our helmets. Um, and then you repeat the play and sometimes they get pretty long. And so those are just stuff that you've got to study all week and 15, 16 word calls um, are definitely tough, but, uh, you go into the huddle, you repeat the play, tell everyone what to do. You break the huddle, you see the coverage, whether you have any run tags or, or kills or alerts, you've you got to be ready for those. Um, but you get up to the line of scrimmage, you run the play, um, and then you, you then you do the whole thing again. Okay, give me a complex play. It just it just called in, and what what's it going to be? Uh, last year, we'd, we'd go uh, fleet right, 335 max, uh, F seam, dag, uh, kill, you know, you just, you could throw on whatever you want. They get pretty long and um, it's just stuff you got to really study. Anybody ever looked at you and not known what you're talking about in the huddle? No, everyone else has been really good. Sometimes I've messed up. calls. <laughs> I oh. go in and... <laughs> Wait, how, how's that happen that you don't know what you're talking about? There's just so many plays and, and you, you got to worry about so much. And, and sometimes you, you mess up, like whether it's a, a tag to the Z or the F, and so sometimes the, the words just get split up in your mind. So it's tough. Your headset ever go out? Uh, a couple of times. And so that's when you just have to go with a play that, you know, everyone can run. And depending on the personnel you have, you have out on the field, uh, you got to make a split decision. Do you practice quarterback sneaks? 
Um, we do actually. So we've, we've actually talked a lot about that. And with Joe Lombardi, he's, he's kind of talked a lot about how Drew, Drew Brees has done it and he's been really successful over the years. So uh, we've kind of implemented a lot of things that he's been able to. And Brady, I mean, he scores all of it. He's the king of the sneak. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a really tough play to stop. And to be able to, to stop that, stop the run, and stop the play-action pass, um, it's not an easy job. But when you go up to the line, of sc- you go up to your center, do you tap him on the right or left cheek if, if you're going to do a quarterback sneak? Um, it's kind of known which direction. We kind of talk about that uh, the prior to the game. Oh, okay, okay. Because I don't want you to give away secrets here that when yeah, you go to the exactly. line of scrimmage and you're tapping your uh, center on the cheek there. Uh, do people recognize you in L.A.? Um, I don't really spend too much time outside of, uh, you know, the building and, and my house and, um, it hasn't really been too much of an issue. I, I don't think people care too much about it. But wait, do, do you have any fun? Football's fun. Go, showing up here to the building every day and spending <laughs> time with my teammates. This is the best. I, I could imagine that I could find some fun in LA that it might not be my home and my office. Yeah. Fortunately, we're about an hour South of LA. So you know, we're kind of separated and, um, you know, I, I think it's a great area that we're in and being able to spend it with the teammates and, and all this responsibility that we have, uh, you have to be held accountable. So staying safe. Uh, congrats. Um, I like you're, you're a nerd, you're a grinder. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're doing all the right things there and, uh, and don't try to match Lamar, you know, run for run. Okay. Uh, I'll do my best. I'm going to get down. I'm not going to take any hits and, and that's, yeah, that's slide, slide. Yep, Just exactly. remember, slide. My Chargers. Uh, great to talk to you again, Justin. Thank you very much, and uh, congrats. Awesome. Thank you again. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.